Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another Layer by Layer. In this tutorial, I want to take a look at this project here. And we're going to make a simple mount for the Circuit Playground Express. So this is a Christmas tree project where we have this really nice um, kind of Christmas tree topper that goes on top of the Circuit Playground Express. The NeoPixels create this really nice lighting effect. Um, but I needed to create a, a base, sort of a mount for the Circuit Playground Express to house the PCB and a battery. So what we came up with is really neat um, way to snap fit the PCB into the mount without any hardware screws. So that works really well. You have enough room for a battery to go underneath it and the proper cutaways for uh, connections and things. So let's get started with it. Um, so I would suggest uh, downloading our Circuit Playground Express 3D model. And uh, this is available on our GitHub repository. This GitHub repo has all of our parts, not just Circuit Playground, but uh, all of the PCBs, feathers, screens, buttons, that sort of thing. So check it out. Links in the description. So once you have this uh, downloaded, you can download it uh, as a step file or as a Fusion 360 file or even an STL. And it has some nice components um, that are one-to-one -one scale of the real ones that are on the real board. So I made a new document. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to bring it in. So right-click, uh, Insert into Current Design. This will bring it in and lay it flat on on the bed here. I'll just let, leave all these default uh, distance values to there. So I'll hit OK. So now it's in there. Next thing I'll do is I want to create some user parameters. So I'll type it in to the model shortcuts. And I'll create, uh, let's say we want one that will be diameter. I need to put a, a thing here. So I'm just going to put uh, 54 for now. And the next thing I want to do is create um, a standoff. And we'll make it a six millimeters. And then I'll also make a shell. And this will be one and a half millimeters. We, these values will be really easy to change once we apply them. So uh, that's why I'm just setting them up with these numbers. So hit OK. That's going to help us quickly change some things. So the first thing I'm going to do, next thing I'm going to do rather, um, let me hold, let me hide that, and I will hit the S key again. I'm going to be using that a lot, and I'll create a new component like that. New component. I could do just about everything in that box. I'm going to name this mount, probably CPX mount. CPX mount. Hit OK. All right, cool. So now we got that. Next thing I want to do is I want to create an offset plane. So I'll create an offset plane. I'll click and drag or click and hold. Oh, Fusion likes to do that sometimes. Do it again. Offset plane, select, and then I can change. I can uh, get this depth window, and I'll pick the X and the Y surface. And then uh, what I'll do is you can play around with the arrow to move it, right? Um, but in my case, I'm going to type in um, standoff because that's a uh, the value I want, and I'll put negative, so I'll actually push it down. I'll hit OK. So now we have our um, our offset plane, which we work off of. So I'll select it, create a new sketch, like that, and now it'll create a sketch right on top of that uh, construction plane. So from here, I'll grab my circle tool using the hotkey O, and then I can select, I can click right in the center there. I'll get a little little square to let me know that it's the center origin. And I'll drag this out. I'll type in uh, diameter, because that is our user parameter that we set up. I'll hit OK. And whoop, diameter, hit OK. So there we go. We got that. 
Cool, next thing I want to do is I want to project in some of these mounting holes. So I can do that by selecting the mounting hole and hitting the hotkey P for project. And with that window open, I'll go ahead and select some other ones. So I want this corner and then back over here, I want uh, this corner and this corner. There we go, hit okay. Um, a little hard to see them, so I'm gonna hide the Circuit Player and Express board. And now I have my four circles, right? We can look at it from the top down like that. Now it's pretty symmetrical and um, I want to make these circles, uh, I want to use them rather as just the origins of where the circles are, but not circle themselves. Because um, they're actually a little bit bigger than uh, three, M3, three millimeters. So what I'm gonna do, uh, they're like 3.2 or so. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna select it and hit X on my keyboard and that will make it so that it's not selectable as an entity. And now I can use that origin to create a new circle. This time it's going to be exactly three. You can see there's some distance between there and there. And then what I'll do is I'll select that circle, hit O for offset, and then I'll type in shell, and that'll give me the shell. So now I need to do that for um, the, these three. So a quick way to do that is just to do a circular pattern. So I'll just type in circular pattern. I'll select those two circles, this one and that one. For my center point, I'm just gonna select that guy there. I want three as the quantity. And you'll see that they're not symmetric, really. They're not really working. <laughs> the letting go right at all, because it's going in a circle this way. So I'll hit cancel on that. So instead what we'll do is I'll uh, create a line here. This is just a construction line. And then I'll create another line here. Again, just another construction line. So it doesn't matter what the dimension is, just that they're there. And I'm hitting X on my keyboard to make them those dotted lines. So now I can do is I can select these two circles, do a mirror command, and then mirror this out like such. Oh my goodness. And you can see that they're not um, perfectly symmetrical. These circles are not perfectly symmetrical. So what we're gonna have to do delete that and then make new circles I just do it four times I'll do X select the circle offset shell <clears throat> I really thought this the circular pattern stuff would have worked well but it didn't <laughs> sometimes you don't work out um, again X and then create a new circle three X that one out, Sh offset that one out, put the shell. X, three, offset, shell that offset. There we go, okay, so now we have our circle set up. Sorry about that. Um, I thought it was completely symmetrical. It kinda is. It is when you rotate the, the board. So let's say I were to uh, rotate this guy. If we were to rotate it, you'll see that it is symmetrical. I just don't know why it didn't work that one time. Oh, it's barely symmetrical. At some point you could probably fix it in it because that's, that's exactly what I did in, in my real one. Anyway, it's off by a little bit, but not much. But in any manner, um, there's our, our main mount base. We can actually name it that. I'll name it base. And then what I'll do is I'll uh, use my extrusion command, hotkey E, 
and then do a marquee selection. Select all those nine profiles, and then I'll uh, type in shell. It's actually going up, so I want it to go down. So I can just put a negative on that value and it'll go down to retain that six millimeter distance I have from this to the bottom of the PCB, which is still six. Excellent. Let's bring back the base, and then I will select these circles, the ones that took forever to build. And I'll select those, add them to my selection here. So I got eight profiles selected. And then I can start extruding them out by hitting the manipulating the arrow. But a better way to do it is to change the extent from distance to object. Select that bottom piece of V. And now I have this, um, this uh, dynamic uh, extrusion. So I hit OK. Now we can test out our user parameter of standoff. Let's say I have a, a, a needed taller, it's 10. You can see it's moving with it. Excellent. This is really good because if we have to put wires or even a battery in between this PCB and the bottom of the base, we can quickly change that value. Excellent. Next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to select these inner circles, one from that area, and then, and then the opposite over here. I'm going to start from object and select the top of this standoff and then start bringing this up. As a, as a fixed value, I'm just going to type in 2 and hit OK. That way we have these nubs that kind of key into those mounting holes. Now, you're probably asking, why don't you do all four of them? Mainly because when I did this, as you can see in the photo, um, it actually was rather difficult to remove the PCB from the mount because these tabs um, keep it keep it fixed in there. And when you have four of those nubs, it's almost impossible without breaking the tabs uh, to remove it. So that's why I only have two of them. So it makes it easier to kind of pull apart the uh, the tabs, which we're going to build uh, now. So now that I'm in, now that I have my standoffs here, I'm actually going to go back into the base. I'm going to add a offset to this main outer guy here. Make it go inside before typing in uh, shell. So now I can type in shell. I get this this profile that I can select. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll make it go up, and then why not um, have it be dynamic? So I will say I want the extent to object, and again, it'll be the bottom of that PCB there like that. Make sure the chain faces extends all the way out, or maybe not. All right, extend faces, and hit OK. And that'll join uh, that extrusion to the rest of the body there, so we still have one body. Excellent. The next thing I want to do is I want to create tabs. I want to create some tabs that will hold the PCB down, and it doesn't need to wrap around the whole PCB, just uh, on the edges there, maybe two of them. So what I'll do is I'll select this top surface, and I'll create a new sketch. That'll project in the top surface for me into this new sketch. And then what I'll do to create the tabs is just a rectangle. I'll go from here to over here. Let's hide the PCB. And let's hide the PCB. <laughs> I hit escape, and then it came back. Uh, and then we can apply some dimensions. So I say I want a, a distance from this line to the center origin. So let's leave it at 10. And then from here to here, 10 as well. I'm not too concerned about the width of this uh, or the length of it because as long as it goes beyond this circle, I can select these two 
uh, entities from the profile, hit E on my keyboard and bring them up to let's say two millimeters. And so I have those tabs that extend upwards. If we bring back the CPX, you can see how it's kind of working there. So I actually need to make it go a little bit taller because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna add, I'm gonna draw in these nubs that are gonna be sort of a triangle shape. That way it has a 45 degree angle and it can be 3D printed without any supports instead of having a 90, a 90 degree um, kind of angle coming up here. So let's go into this um, extrusion, edit the feature, and just make it maybe four or three. There you go. And it does it to both ends there. Okay. Now I want to draw a profile looking at this way here on the back side. I will create a new sketch, draw on this area. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a, a, uh, a triangle. It's going to go something like this. I'm just going to freehand it now, like that. Um, and then you can apply some dimensions. So I'll say I want this to be two millimeters tall and I want a construction line to go from, let's say this, this becomes like this. If I create a construction line from that point, you can snap to the middle point of this line. And now I can drag this around. If I want an accurate 45 degree, I can just say I want uh, this and that to have an angle of 45. And that is perfect. Not really perfect. The last thing I'll do is I'll select that line. It needs to be a horizontal or a vertical line. So I'll apply a constraint to that and that constrains it. I do want a distance uh, measurement here. Oh, it says it will be over constrained. So I do not have to apply a, a measurement to that because it's already set up. Now I can move this around uh, and it's uh, kind of locked. The size anyway is locked. So now I need to locked, need to lock this in. Uh, to this here curve. So I'll select that curve, project it in, it'll turn it into kind of a line because it, we're looking at it from a 2D uh, plane. And what I'll do is I want this corner to be coincident with this line here. So let's do that now. Hit the coincident button and it'll push it into place there. So now I have this triangle perfectly on the edge of this curve looking at it flat on this uh, profile. So now what I can do with that triangle, I'll select it and then I'll say, I want to do a sweep and I want to sweep that profile along this path. So select path, select that. And then you can see that that is now curved perfectly uh, perpendicular with that curve. So there you go. So I'll hit okay. Now I want to do the same thing uh, for this side over here, but to do it really quick and easy, we can just use a mirror. I'll do a mirror pattern type, set that to features. I'll select that sweep from the timeline. And then for mirror plane, I will choose uh, this face over here, this plane. And I'll hit okay. And that gives it that much. Now, if we look at it with the whole component activated, the whole assembly, you can see here that we're kind of biting into the PCB a little bit too much. So what I'll do is I'll go into this feature and modify that, maybe maybe put four, hit okay. And now you can see that we're we're a little bit above it. Maybe I'll change it to uh, three point. Let's, let's go ahead and make a parameter, tab, three, that's our value. Now inside of this extrusion, 
we can change that distance from four to tab. And now when we have the change parameter window open, we can just gauge visually how much we need and the 3.5 seems to have done it really well. So there you go. Um, the tab's really long, so we can go into one of these sketches. I think it's this one. And then we can change this uh, to five and maybe this one to five as well. That way it's a 10 millimeter, um, 10 millimeter long. Yep, 10 to 10, there you go. So you have those tabs, very cool. Um, so this will work really well. You can 3D print it as is. There are some things we can do to optimize it depending on your application, of course. Uh, one of the things I'll do is I will create some strain reliefs to these tabs so that they can be pulled apart a little bit easier. So here's what I'll do. I'll look at it from the left side. I will create a rectangle on this, um, this side here. It created a new sketch for me. Actually, let's get out of there. I did this wrong. Let's delete that sketch because I am actually outside of the component. So you got to make sure to activate the component before working within it. So again, create sketch, it'll be right here. And what I wanna do is I wanna create a rectangle that will go from here to here. And I want this to go from here. Let's project in um, this surface, this bottom surface, I'll project that in to the sketch. It'll turn it into a flat line. And now I can use that to create some distance. I want this and this to have some distance, let's say two millimeters. And then I want this and that center to have some distance as well, five. And then the actual slit itself can be two millimeters long. So now I have this, um, this here needs to protrude outwards. It doesn't really matter how far, as long as it goes beyond um, the top of this. So I can probably just project this line in like that. And then I can lock this line to this line using a collinear like that, and now it's forever stuck in there. There we go. So now with that square selected, I can extrude it out, cut through there. Let's change the direction to symmetric, and that way it'll cut the other end of it too. So now I have these lines, or these, these slits, that will kind of add some relief to these tabs when we wanna pull them apart to remove the PCB. I need to do it on the other side, so let's just go ahead and create a mirror. Features as my pattern type extrusion from the timeline and then we'll use this mirror um, we'll use that plane to mirror that feature so there you go so now we have those slits and um, were they two millimeters tall yeah two millimeter wide which is good and then from here we can create uh, some fillets to round these edges out why not using the fillet command put one Whoop, you gotta be careful which ones you select. There you go, one. So now it's looking pretty nice. And bring back the Circuit Playground PCB, go to the main component to see it all. Now we have that, very neat. So now we can modify this um, as we want, depending on our application. Uh, one of the things I like to do is uh, re to reduce the print uh, time and reduce the material necessary. I like to create kind of, um, I like to remove material. So if, let's select that bottom, project that with the letter P, and then I'll create a circle on the inside. Let's say 34, 
then I can extrude that out. And then I have this nice opening at the bottom. I can even put a chamfer here. Let's put shell and then even fill it out this one with shell. Maybe put a fillet on the inside of this as well. This, these three here, or maybe it's four inner corner here. Put one. There you go. You got a nice rounded fillet there. Very neat. And we can modify this as, as, as we want. Let's say we want to go into the, um, the sweep. And instead of doing the full path, we can do half of the path maybe. Do a little baby nub if we want, or 0.8 nub, something like that. If we want to make the, if we want to reduce the nub so that we can round off these edges here, you can do that too. However you want to do it, depending on your application. Uh, for now, though, this will work really well as a kind of a standard little thing. One last thing I'll do is I want to create some cutaways for the USB port and the JST connector. So one easy thing we can do is let's activate the CPX mount so we can work within it. I will select this and this, these two surfaces, and then create a sketch on top of that. That way I can create a simple square, rectangle rather, and then we can apply our dimensions to it. Let's say I want from here to the center to be five, and then we repeat that here to here, five as well. Again, the length doesn't matter as long as it goes beyond our circle. And then I can create these. Uh, looks like I didn't project that in there, but it doesn't matter. I can just select this whole thing. And then cut away maybe two millimeters or so. Now we got a little cutaway. Then we bring back the CPX. You can see that uh, that gives us a little bit of room for a cable or wire to come out here. Maybe extend that a little bit, maybe four. And there you go. Now you have your uh, your wires that can kind of come through here, which is nice. That's that's basically what I did. Uh, and then you can round these out if you want with one, or we could have we could have multi-selected from a previous fillet, but hey, it doesn't matter. Sweet. So that's just a quick way to create a, a, a mount without any hardware screws to secure something like the Circuit Playground Express. Um, Check it out. I'll have the files uh, down in the description to, to, uh, to download the, the Circuit Playground board and even the mount itself so you can just print it as is. Let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys learned something, and I will see you in the next one.